What's up, world? You're, what's the deal? We are coming to you live and direct, live and direct, except for it's not live and direct. It's only live and direct for us. But we have a really fucking <laughs> kick-ass pod for you. It's going to be amazing. With a very special guest, Kayla Love. If you don't know Kayla Love, then you're Bad about somebody, to get hit to it. Baby! This is Lil MC. And this is Unlearn the World. And you're listening to Ratchet and Woke. Ratchet and Woke. Ratchet and Woke. Ratchet and Woke. In the flesh, yes indeed, Ratchet and Woke Podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, email us questions, comments, topics, Ratchet and Woke Podcast at gmail.com, I'm coming in hot! Yeah, you are like a hot tamale on a Why are you smooth coming in hot? summer day. Did you have a because we did a day? whole like pre-production thing, and yeah. now I feel like it's like tight, tight like a tiger. We fight. leveling up, yeah, but like, not like, like having its gates. You know? That was like their fucking. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> some other shit. <laughs> I think that was their their like the next slogan. level. It was like next level. Oh yeah, yeah and I no. just applied for the next level program. So I know, now I'm so scared. did I. Yeah, yeah. So, and you've always wanted Ugh. to join it. So I've always wanted. They made me. They made me an alternate. They made me an alternate. So last year, last last yeah. time, but I, I think you got it this time. We'll see. Yeah, I, we'll I have see. good faith in you. But anyways, but I'm not joining a cult, and we'll get into a whole conversation yes, about cults in a minute. But first, let's get into breaking news: Kim yes. and Kanye divorce. That is the breaking news until the Trumpers <laughs> decided to siege the Capitol. Oh, I see. I, I didn't even do the science though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's Kanye, probably what triggered it. Kanye is a Trump supporter oh. and ally, and he was grumpy He's going because of the through divorce. A divorce. And then now we get the subsequent siege on the Capitol. But it's not like he really had to do much to call on his supporters. It's not like they got in like a... Let, let's be clear, okay? <laughs> the, the Trumpers aren't aren't savvy enough to join some like secret, you know, hidden culty No, there's group. nothing... Like there was they nothing were, secretive about yeah, this from what I understood. It was not covert yeah. in any way. Uh, we all knew this was coming, so why didn't they Patriot Act the fuck out of this? That, exactly, and that, that was, that's that been my whole, over the last 24 hours or so, however many hours it's been since the siege of the Capitol, I've been kind of analyzing this, just kind of in my own world, and like trying not to like espouse my opinions without having proper evidentiary support. Which right? is hard these days, because people Which is hard because, are, yeah, are really quick to you know, rebuke. Reaction to reaction culture. (laughs) And, you know, so I I looked at this whole situation and I'm like, you know, I lived through 9-11 as most of us have who are in our 20s or 30s. And I've seen what are uh, uh, the effects have been to our civil liberties in terms of surveillance and FBI and CIA, like, you know, Department of Homeland Security. And literally porn, apparently. (laughs) You know, I mean, yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. But I've seen all of these like alphabet boy intelligence agencies really cramp down on watching and studying the behavior patterns of human beings, especially if they're a direct threat to the safety and national security of the United States. Right. Mm -hmm. So I've seen this and I've seen it, how it's affected my civil liberties. I've seen how we've gone abroad and have tortured people for the sake of national defense and securing our homeland. And we're fighting them. When it comes to here and we're fighting them, but no, it's always been, we're fighting them over there so that we don't have to fight them over here. And now we fight them over here and we're completely unprepared for that. So the, the conspiracy theorist in me goes to no, 
you wanted this to happen and this happened according to whatever plan is at the helm. There's definitely an agenda. There's something going on here that I haven't been able to put my finger on. Well, this, I think that (laughs) like someone at the very, I mean, there's obviously some puppeteering going on and I've kind of like altered my um, conspiracy theories and I've posited now that I feel like, okay, look, Biden's elected. Yes. The day that the siege happened, the is the day that they're ratifying his election. In addition to that, to the two senators in Georgia, uh, Democratic senators. Which sways the House of Representatives to the Democratic side. So now the House is Democrat. The Senate is Democrat majorities. And we have a Democratic president coming in in a few days. Which is the exact opposite of how it's been for the past four years. Except for we had Nancy uh, Pelosi, Speaker of the House. Yes. But... You know, the, the Republicans it's have been a predominantly uh, Republican Senate and House during the Obama administration. Yes. So and it's oftentimes what happens is we yeah. just go back and forth. Exactly. And that, that that it's a it's supposed to ensure checks and balances in our country and all of those. But things. I don't think that's really what's happening, because I think that there's like secret societies that are already pre-deciding who they're going to push. Well, there's that yeah. presidential candidates. Yeah. Like, I just find it so shocking that Joe. Biden well, presidents aren't selected They're No, they're selected, not elected. Yeah, hell you yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, John Kerry and George Bush were both in the Skull, skull and Bones. bones. Like, yes. that's super cray-cray. This is, you know... Oh, no, what really flips your noodle is when you find out that they're all related by, like, two cousins or so. Yeah, like, totally. Like, Lincoln is related to Obama, and Obama's related to Bush, and Bush is related to Kennedy, and Kennedy's related to, like, it's And really then all of these absurd. fucking conspiracy theory docs used to be readily available on YouTube, and now, and now they're, they're completely gone. Like, as a person who ran a conspiracy theory website, it's very interesting. So that's why it's insane <laughs> that, like, how are we... People are posting on Facebook, these Proud Boys and Trump supporters and what have you, even the woman that unfortunately was shot and killed you know yeah. that's really sad i never want anyone to die actually i want everyone to die so <laughs> but i'll just say it i'm sorry for her death and her right. loss and everything but at the same time it's like if this were a black lives matter protest there would have been bodies flying and that's been the, the predominant argument through a, a lot of political pundits on msnbc and cnn and all these different media outlets my concern more so than that because i think that's obvious and i think that was the point that we were trying to make over the summer when it came to certain things when when people were sieging the capital with guns in the summertime because they didn't want to standing outside of protests with guns and then yeah. getting invited to and speak that was at the before george convention. floyd and i think that that's what kind of sparked no, george it wasn't. floyd the, the two people with the guns that got invited to the to the Republican National Convention to speak that was No during. no no yeah no what I'm what I'm referring to specifically is uh, the movement of of white nationalists or seemingly white nationalists who were protesting at state capitals mm, all throughout yeah. the country because they didn't want to wear masks and they were coming armed I think that was after George Floyd No too. I think it was before because we were just coming off of Ahmad Arbery and then that was happening and like a, the racial tension started kind of swelling at that point because people were making the argument as they are now that had that been black people doing it, going to state capitals armed, yeah, crazy. they would have been killed. It's insane. It's so, so insane. Then we had George Floyd and it was like a visceral eruption all across the country and all across the world and now fast forward months later here we are about to transition power to a new president in a new year after having one of the worst years ever for a lot of people and i'm just unclear as to how 
a group who we all knew were going to do this. Apparently, this everybody easy knew to that was going. Yeah, but how I, are you so unprepared? How are you so unprepared the for them Capitol having building. pipe bombs, having weapons? Sieging the like when we Malls say siege, of cocktails and dude, you know like, like automatic rifles. Yo, they had senators and congressmen ducking under chairs and yeah, tables like, they're a little like pussy a bunch ass of bitches. Pussies. Like y'all don't even like teach them how to self defend. And, and the only one building? person loses their life. We can't even protest. No, there in the was streets. four people, and I just looked this yeah, up, and, and the other three died of like eating too many hamburgers and like having a heart attack because sub- it was like it's a- absurd. And you know, prayers and 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 sympathies to people who are affected by this in an adverse way. If you had a loved one who died or was hurt, I I, I don't want to uh, you know. I don't want to mi- be celebrating that, but their deaths in any yeah, way. Yeah, it's just to me, it's it just reeks of something off. I've never seen, nor nor has anybody seen a bunch of like literal hooligans. <laughs> like there was a dude <laughs> in a Chewbacca outfit, like like literally standing at the on the on the chair on the floor of the house. Like people were in Nancy Pelosi's office chair, like. They literally like took over like it was Jumanji. It was like, and how does this happen? This is supposed to be the most heavily guarded and protected. Yeah, I don't know area how this happened. Entire country, like that kind of makes me not have much confidence. I mean, I've I don't, never yeah, had I much don't confidence. And, in and they country, did it in Sacramento really too, which was underreported. They did the same thing in Sacramento. And I don't think they got as far. Oh. Yeah, and I was up in Auburn, which is near Sacramento, so it was like uh, it was actually a concern because they thought we were going to shut off the freeways to go up oh, there. Shit. You know what I mean? But it was like. Yeah, but I mean, you're right. Like, how do they not have? Because I was also watching the news, and they were like, "Yeah, there weren't a ton of police. There weren't a ton of security or police in the beginning of the day, and now the all the streets, up uh, Capitol Ave or yeah, whatever. it's too little, too yeah. fucking late. Yeah, like, it's like, if, it's, like well, yeah, where was all that energy been. yesterday when like fourteen hundred or more people fucking stormed? I think our that they kind it's of like, wanted. I think someone wanted this to happen because now they can point. impeach Trump. But it's like. I get it that we want to impeach him. You want to impeach weeks, him when he has like, fourteen days yeah. left in office? Like, I mean, he's banned from Twitter. And yeah, it just took them what four years to do that. It's like, like, oh, it, you're inciting violence. From, it's like he's banned what? from Facebook. Like, it took you four years to realize if that your this president guy's a is banned from fucking despot? social media and like fucking. It's just absurd. Instagram thoughts are showing their nipples and they're not banned. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It goes to show you the danger of him versus nipples. Oh my god, so yeah. much more dangerous. So than much nipples. more dangerous. Yeah, no. And I think, and this adheres to your theory that most violence in the world is caused from sexual repression and frustration. Oh my god, yes. I'm reading yeah. this book that you gave me, The Empire, Empire of Illusion, and by... I'm on the second portion of it now, which is talking about how like women are pretty much just commodities to be yeah. used, and we like use pornography as this entirely fantastical world that you'll never actually be able to live and it's really fucking sad that people's deepest darkest fantasies is to like rip the fucking buttholes off of women and like 60 people gang bangs and slap them around and do atm which is ass to mouth having them eat fucking shit off of their dick and having their literal insides (laughs) come out of their bodies and like be told like it's just insane that that's the thing that people crave and want because like i'm a kinky motherfucker you know like i like getting (laughs) you know like physical abuse to a degree but like reading like i was reading some of the porn stuff and i was like getting kind of like horny off of it but then it started getting like <laughs> what the fuck dude like what yeah. is, like getting it's spit like a, in the face is hot but like pissing in people's mouths and like yeah and they get so it's many that diseases. slippery slope they that they talk so about right like diseases. it's so it's it's really crazy but back to the other crazy at the white house or the at the capitol 
Um, Why are we going back to that? I liked our transition into porn. Oh. <laughs> well, no, because we were talking about the Patriot Act, which was what made you bring it up because it had something to do with porn that you were researching. Well, yeah, so the Patriot Act occurred, yeah. and then it also, like, you know, they're able to surveil pornography and under the guise that it's to protect from child pornography. But I think it also, like, I think the real reason is they were using po- uh, political figures in pornography. Yeah. And someone got their feelings hurt. Nailing so. Palin. Yeah. <laughs> of course they're going to do that. <laughs> right. I mean, it's like it's, Leslie it's, Nope. They made the Leslie Nope porn in Parks and Rex. It's so funny. Parks and Rec, not Rex. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I think that there's something off with this whole thing. Yeah. Like, I just really feel like to have allowed that many people to have stormed the Capitol and to raid the way that they raid and to have pipe bombs, to have machine guns, to have rifles, to have handguns. And for you to be so underprepared. How for did they it. get there? Did they drive? People, I mean, they mobilized, right? It was like a but whole But how did movement. you bring guns and all this shit on an airplane from San Diego? You no, they drive, probably road caravan. tripped it. They probably road tripped it because this was something that was prepared. People knew that it was going on, unbeknownst to me, because I thought it was like a, a thing that they just popped up and like nobody knew. But apparently people knew yes. it was organized. They knew it was happening. Because how we're do you, blindsided by our own community on Yeah, Facebook. how are you completely un, are underprepared about. for all of this? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like... You, we go to a Black Lives Matter protest and people are shot or tear gassed because you have an overwhelming force of SWAT state po- agencies and you you barely had At DC police f- yeah, this is in the nice. state capitol. Like it's just where in- are the rest of them? It's just in- it's insanity to me that this was allowed to happen. So it's either it was, they were it was like either deployed a- to like a fucking Black Lives Matter movement. Maybe that's what they did. They did mm-hmm. a decoy there Black Lives go. Matter protest, and they like deploy. Uh, that's exact- like every action movie. There's always like, a distraction. It's the uh, what you call it the the, the, the Kansas City Shuffle. Oh they go yeah, left, yeah, you yeah, go yeah, right. Yeah, like it's you know what I mean. Kansas it's- City Shuffle. <laughs> but no, seriously. So it makes me think that either a they were purposely underprepared because this was by design or B they, what most people are saying, they, for whatever reason are hesitant to shoot white people. Right yes. now here's now here's I, playing devil's advocate. Cause I, I just want to talk about this and we can move on. No, I'm putting our Instagram live on. Okay. So, <laughs> so my, my thinking is despite how angry we are about, white people or seemingly white supremacists and conservatives laying siege to the Capitol and having pretty much had their way with our entire uh, uh, capital city, right? Aside from that, what if on the other side of that, they did respond with the kind of force that they usually respond at a Black Lives Matter protest? What if they did? I mean, I think there would kind of incited like a civil war. It would have incited a civil war, why which they is didn't do it, right? Which or is maybe but that's their. Excuse has that been the argument made yet? Has anybody made that point? I I haven't recent? seen that because okay, I was telling you, I was trying to. Sorry, this is like a little crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was trying to watch the news for once because who watches the news yeah. anymore when everything is an app? But. <laughs> I was trying to watch and I've kind of realized that the news is really just people giving their opinions About and opinions. reacting to things that just happened. <laughs> yeah. It's not like actual facts. You know, it's like when things are happening on the ground, they're like, okay, this is happening right here. There's cop cars here, blah, 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 blah. But then they go back to the newsroom and they invite a bunch of random people or like not random. To give their opinion. To give their opinion, right. which is exactly. not news. <laughs> that is like a live Oprah well, Winfrey show or something. news filtered through opinion. It's spin. Right. But that's problematic. 
it's totally problematic. Because people are watching the news expecting to get But that. then you see what our democracy has become, right? We are given propaganda, whether it's right-wing propaganda, left-wing liberal propaganda. It's propaganda nonetheless. And propaganda usurps democracy, right? Like, it, it gives us the illusion of choice, and we end up running around in the same hamster wheel perpetually. And that's exactly what you're seeing. You're seeing the 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 evolution of our democracy and our republic because of the way that media is deserted to the people. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the only way that this happens in yeah. the, in America. Dissemination of facts is like right. Just very yeah. We are not a well informed people, and I've, I've I've over the last maybe three years, I've come to the full on conclusion and conviction yeah. that that Americans are the most lied to group of people on the planet. Insulated, lied Earth. to, manipulated, like yeah, it just breeds it breeds insanity and it breeds ignorance. And then you realize that we're and then you tie that with the fact that we we are the number one consumer of capital of of capital goods, right? Consumer capitalism. We're the number one consumer of like everything that people sell. So mm-hmm. it makes sense that they need to keep us stupid in order to be the main consumer base for all the products that they shove into our faces right. in order for this entire wheel of we're bullshit so, to continue yeah, going on. We're, we're, it's we're like so receptive green. to all of it. And like, we're so insulated to what goes on in other countries too. You know, like yeah. I've had my friends from Spain hit me up um, and are like, w- like as soon as this happened yesterday, they hit me up and were like, are you good? Like what's going on? Because they're aware of what's going on in our country. Totally. You know, and, and you can argue like, oh, well, we're a superpower. We're one of the most influential countries, blah, blah, blah. And like it affects other countries as well. But in the same way, like I feel like the only updates we really like get are on like Brexit and yeah. fucking the colonizers, you know, <laughs> like fuck, we don't know what's it's going on. the only on. news that we get. Like yeah. all I know about Britain is Brexit. And yes. all I know about like the Middle East is Syria because like, Brexit <laughs> affects us. That's right. the only reason why. It's yeah. so it's, it's so interesting. But you were also saying that they I think. We need if we're if you're looking for accurate, unbiased news sources. I think better news sources to have would be like the BBC, yes, Al Jazeera. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like some foreign news sources that are looking at America objectively. Yeah, a hundred percent. Even Russia Today. I was into Russia Today for a long time. It was a whole lot. Yeah, I've, was, ne- I've never Russia watched Today it, was having to some had some shit on there that you would never hear. I want your face in here <laughs> in the United <laughs> States. You know what I mean? So it's just yeah, it's really crazy. Well, it's also I think just like we don't look at history objectively either. I think that it's so fucking. Important there are textbooks in Texas now that still call African slaves immigrant. Migrant workers. Oh, they're just on vacay, man. Summer vacay. <laughs> yeah, in the you States. know. Yeah, exactly. They were on a creation <laughs> they vacation. Were on a cruise. It was a cruise. <laughs> it was a like, cruise. Like what the fuck? Holy nah, shit! But it, it's like we don't, we're yeah no. I think that like similar to the way that before you actually have a kid, you should have to be educated to a certain degree. Like I yeah. think like when you're going to your prenatal exams, like you have to take a six month course on just overarching knowledge, like child behavior. Yes, essentially, but also like maybe just like a little bit of American history and literature and just you you should have to have a certain baseline knowledge before you breed. I think. <laughs> now because people into, are like, killing kids because they're stupid and like what I can't feed a baby a hot dog like <laughs> <laughs> like I no. can't leave the baby in the car with the fucking with windows the windows down. up in 85 degree <laughs> weather let's go we ran out of toilet paper like it's cause insane. of COVID <laughs> <laughs> let's get 
off. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was a rant. And <laughs> that was a crazy yeah, fucking but rant. Let's but yeah. talk about pop culture stuff because okay. it makes us... <laughs> well, hey, Kayla! Yeah, she's coming on the show later. Yes. Um. Okay, so Kim and Kanye divorced. Do we really care about that? I don't give a shit about it. No, Kim I think Con- just, I'm really shocked that they lasted this long. Uh, yeah, they seem I think miserable she, together. There's only so much that she can tolerate from Yes, they just, just she just wants like to date someone that starts with a K so they can, you know, just... I mean, I think it was a look. And I think, I mean, the one thing I will say is that at that level in Hollywood or in entertainment, people date each other because it's a look. They mean mm. they can they possibly not stand each other, right? I don't think they can stand. You know each what I'm saying? So it's just like it's like something that's contrived. Yeah, and 100%. and, and contrivity, if that's a word, I don't think comes it is contrition. Contrition. Ooh, yeah, ooh high for that. Time. My hands yeah, are sweaty. Yeah, they are. But it's good. <laughs> <laughs> contrition. <making> <laughs> Contrition can only go so far. So, you know. Kayla's like, they're divorcing? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, Lauren Hill hasn't dropped another album. She was reflecting on that in an interview earlier this week saying that, you know, it there's unrealistic expectations for a follow-up to the Miseducation album, which is what has kept her away from producing oh my God, a studio album. I would never album. want to make another album if I created the Miseducation I wouldn't of need Hill. to. Like, you're still Be touring like, off of that. Why the fuck would I care? Yeah, right? you're still getting Drake sampling gonna, you and, like, making hit-ass 100%, records 100%. Like, and she's, I wonder how much of her publishing she actually owns. Oh, we need to look because that that's up. another. Oh, and that oh, so prayers and 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 uh, and uh, well wishes to Dr. Dre who was oh, in yes. ICU for an aneurysm. But yes. he's, he's certain, okay, my conspiratorial brain is going. You're just the conspiracy podcast. Yeah, this turned into ratchet. But this is how. But this is how my brain works. Get your face so, in this Instagram live. <laughs> God damn. Kiss it. <laughs> so what was interesting? I I realized and what went underreported is the fact that Jimmy Iovine. Just sold his publishing. It's totally not (laughs) Ivy. Jimmy Iovine just sold his publishing for songs that he has production credit on, which include Dr. Dre's catalog, for an undisclosed amount of money. Ooh, hella money. So think about it. Do you think they're on the outs? I I don't know. That's what I'm saying. And he has an end. That's what I'm saying. Whoa. How did you connect? Because I read, I be reading and shit. I be doing the knowledge, you son. Know, you, For real. No, I read it. And then when, when I started seeing the Dr. Dre, I was like, wait a minute. That doesn't. And I was hearing that Dr. Dre was like coming out with like a song a, a week or something. But that you were be, saying that earlier yeah, this week. Yeah. I, I, I got to double check that because that was Lillian. And I love you, Lillian. But sometimes your facts are a little wrong, you know? <laughs> no, just, just completely made up. <laughs> yeah. It happens. So crazy. Okay. Um, so stimulus money. Did you get your stimulus money? I finally money? got my stimulus money. Yeah, so I never can, get stimulus money. Okay. Yeah, he owes the government. I think he's like. An illegal alien or something? Is that I'm you? an illegal alien. Yeah. Seriously, you're from outer space. No, I'm I'm, I'm born and raised. You're extra terrestrial, <laughs> and you're super extra. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's gonna be a totally. new word. Like you being hella extra terrestrial right now. You trying to make that pop? I'm gonna make like that fetch happen. and Mean yeah. Girls. Yeah. Yeah. Come no, on, it's not man. working. Okay. okay. <laughs> so you got your stimulus money though, and you went to yeah. spend it all on the ponies. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I do. I do like the horse races. Yeah. But I feel like I can't. I can't in in ethically. That's not why. <laughs> ethically, I'm like I don't eat meat, and I'm gonna do a fucking horse race where Bet it's like all super animal ponies. abuse. Yeah. No, I got bird. The last time I went to a horse race, bird shit it into my mouth. That sounds like a voodoo curse. That's <laughs> supposed to be good luck, but I wasn't very lucky. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> not in your mouth, but on your head. Yeah. And it went right in my no, mouth. No, I was no, like, no, no. Is that shit? <laughs> yeah. That's like crazy. So Snoop Dogg and Eminem have a tension. Yeah, I've it's been hearing about this. Um, so, uh, from what I understand, it was 
Snoop Dogg was asked about his top 10 and he said that Eminem wouldn't be in his top 10 and he's not really an artist that he listens to, which I think Eminem then said that he didn't appreciate the tone of what he said. He was just mm. basically saying that he was pissed off and why he was saddened by it, but well, was Eminem more about in your the top tone. 10? Um, Eminem is 100% in my top 10 MCs, um, but I have different top 10 lists. I have yes. like top 10 rappers then top 10 like MCs who can rock a party, do a dope record and you know what I'm saying? Can we and do then, something? Can we yeah. dedicate the next pod to compiling our top 10 and we'll make different we're gonna categories? We're going to do lists. We're going to we're going to list it. We're yeah, do we'll lists. do a list day okay. and we'll do our top 10. And then we got to release the list and see if people agree. Okay, I like that. Yeah. yeah, and we'll, and we'll whoever is our lovely guest can can be privy to this information as well and create their own lists. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I, I don't really see, I mean, I think that they probably are inciting a, uh, a feud in order to sell some sort of album. I mean, I don't know. This well, like Eminem just released the, uh, uh, deluxe. Hey, Hannah, what's up? <laughs> um, Eminem just released a deluxe version of his album. Yeah. Music to I, be made I, I know by. that. So, Maybe I mean, it's just released. the press. Maybe it's, it's all, just, it's, it's all contrived. Like, it's all for you know what I'm saying. Like we nothing. live in the fucking matrix, so like none of this shit. Like I don't, I don't believe in any of this shit. It's like really bullshit. Oh, all I can't wait for you to do your first shroom trip. He's oh, taking shit. shrooms for the first time this yeah, weekend. Yeah, vision. Oh, quested. let me talk about that. Okay? I'm a vision quested because you're gonna oh, be yeah. my sherpa. I am going to be. Guide I, me everyone the has their own like, rituals that they're doing. I'm sure everyone's on their new like 2021 tip, like how they're gonna change for 2021. You know, they're gonna lose like new year, pounds, new me. Super productive. <laughs> I. Am taking mushrooms every day, and that is my resolution. It's, for a you whole heard it here first. I'm taking a little. I, I can't show the bag. I'm gonna get like yeah. arrested. <laughs> it's legal to own mushrooms in in Oakland, so yes. I'm not actually doing anything. All right, there you go. See? So I'm cool. But Feel yeah, empowered. taking a microdose of mushrooms every single day. Today is day five. In addition uh-huh. to that, I meditate and exercise every day, and I'm just kind of to see if it improves my overall mental health like my emotional you're gonna be on the stability. next level. yeah no i'm yeah. already feeling a lot happier yeah you a feel lot like an alien i just feel like more joyful like i feel like i was very stressed before like i wasn't being productive enough mm. and now i'm more like intuitive like today i can do this and i don't need to feel pressured to do this does that speak to the psychedelic powers of the mushroom to heal many powers in mushrooms blockages? hannah knows hannah <laughs> did mushrooms with me for the first time oh she was your sherpa um, I was freaking the fuck out because our other friend, Hannah, uh, turned into us. a goblin. She was rude as fuck. She oh, left shit. us, abandoned us in a neighborhood because <laughs> we did mushrooms without her. And then me and Hannah She's were like, fuck like, you guys. <laughs> she legit did. And me and Hannah were like rummaging in people's backyards. And I was oh, like, I'm and when a they trip. found me. <laughs> Seriously, she was like, just stroke the tree bark. And so I was stroking tree yeah. bark. <laughs> You're, they always find you stroking some shit, man. <laughs> Don't say that, yo. And when they found me, I was stroking a porpoise. <laughs> I wish. All right. This- you got to do the intro. Oh, okay. Let right, me get right, the right. mic. We are here with the one and only, the... this <laughs> mic. If you don't know who Kayla Love is, then you need to fucking get with the program, people. Because <laughs> Kayla Love is the queen of DIY. She legit doesn't need any of you to do anything. She can do everything herself. Like, she's going to edit down our fucking video and make it look like it's like a professional-ass video. I already know. She is a rapper, a singer. Like, I already know your bio, and she's helping me. She's an artist development queen, and she's just an overall, like, heart of gold 
queen, but she'll also like put your fucking dick pics on the internet if you send her some. So you know. <laughs> y'all never gonna let me get away with that. <laughs> that was the best thing you probably ever did in life. <laughs> ah, for real. It, la- it, it, it launched her poppycock book. See. <laughs> Yeah, you, you know. So, Kayla, <laughs> I, I did a crazy-ass intro, but introduce yourself for the people. Um, yo, what's up? I'm Kayla Love. I'm from the Bay Area, California. I rap, and I, I sing a little bit. I dance, get my Zumba on. Um, I'm trying to learn production. I'm interested in audio and engineering. Um, I'm interested in politics and cooking. And uh, these are some of my best friends in the world here that I love dearly. <laughs> Yo, it's like one of them video dating services when you're like, hi, my name's Larry and I'm a cancer. <laughs> I like long walks on the beach. For real. <laughs> I can't believe you said you like politics. Oh, shit. She said she's interested in politics. I mean, how can you not be nowadays? We're not gonna talk about. It. And you know, I was a political science major. What? There you go. Now when yeah. I met when I met Kayla, she was carrying uh Howard Zinn's History of United States in her in her purse. Holy like, shit! Like <laughs> that was the that was the read. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's definitely not a before bedtime read. No. I'll tell you that. Don't read that shit to try and fall asleep. I made the mistake Nightmares. before. Nightmares. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Kayla, though, I, I need to call upon you because you have some really interesting insight into a lot of things because your brain is like, a, like I feel like when you die. Hey, the mic. I'm not your manservant. Like, come on, you like to do it. <laughs> when you die, scientists are going to study your brain because you like legit have to stop. Get to the bottom of fucking everything. So I need to know. I need you to deep dive for me. Deep dive. Can you shut the fuck up? Dude, we're professional, I promise. Deep dive what you found out about Spotify and, like, the relatives of Spotify and all your crazy deep dives that you did. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. We're going to be on here for two hours. I will. Shit. Just, you know. Ah. <laughs> all right. Like what you what you what you want to know about Spotify? Let's start there. Is there anything well, particular? Go walk us through your like your whole process of like understanding Spotify and its importance to artists and algorithms and like all of that stuff. Like just break down that research for a little bit first. Yo, it's like there's what six uh, streaming platforms, but a lot of times we Spotify is damn near synonymous with streaming now. Right. That and Apple Music. And so then it feels like sometimes there's a lot. Oh, look, we got Tidal. We got YouTube Music. We got Apple Music. But Spotify is like a dominant. Like I thought it was kind of like a crest across the board here. But it's like they said something that they had like 260 million subscribers as of last March. And then and this really feels amazing to me, but like 320 million as of December, November or December. Yeah. So, I mean, which makes sense because it correlated literally exactly with uh, the lockdown, but it's just yeah. to show you how massive, where it's like uh, Apple Music, although they're in more countries, they don't have nearly as many listens, like maybe like 100 million sub- uh, subscribers or something. So it's like- So it's the, the dominant platform. It's the Yeah, platform. like they are dominant. And because they are so dominant, they fuck with the other dominant players in the game. And in right. the music industry, it's three companies. It's right. Sony, Warner, Universal. and Universal. Right? Yeah. So 
when I'm studying this, it's like we, the independent artists, we're like, damn, I'm doing these streams. I got 5,000 streams, 10,000 streams, 100,000 streams. I feel like I'm fucking popping. Like, where's my check? How much is that worth? And then you get like $43 and some change and be like, how the fuck is that work? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then people are boycotting or be like, oh, you know, Taylor Swift, she went and said that she's going to, she had pulled her whole catalog from Spotify and made a statement about them. And that was a clapback. And then Jay-Z came back with an even bigger clap back like fuck it i'm gonna make an entire new platform to rival y'all in like a boss move but it's like you see why and on on one hand i hear the artists right but on the other hand you have to if you look at the history of spotify the reason that they were founded in the first place was to respond to the pirating problem in the music industry which was really popping off in like 1999 the early 2000s and the music industry was, you feel yeah, me? They was losing millions of fucking dollars. Millions of dollars, right? <laughs> like, Yo, they were bleeding money. <laughs> artists were not getting paid and they were not getting credit. Right. Like they couldn't even track their streams. There was no like playlists and stuff. It was motherfuckers on LimeWire and BearShare getting infected with viruses on their computer to Hella make up viruses. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like risking it all to make that <laughs> mixtape. Okay? You ain't never lie. That was a big ass business. So Spotify created the, the this their platform in response to that, the, to revel, you know, because before there was like the law is always trying to keep up catch up with technology. Yeah. So as Spotify is now the dominant player, we're going to see how that changes and influences the law. But they're not even there yet. So now we kind of see. I'm not going to say it's a monopoly, but they definitely are like ahead of the other platforms. And because yeah. they're such dominant players, a lot of what they do is going to influence the game. Right. Right. Okay, so then, Kayla, you were, like, doing a bunch of research, and you found out that, the like, someone, like, the founder of Spotify's, like, sisters with 20, the, the founder of 23andMe or 20, whatever, like, what, what was, like, the crazy, you, you did some Oh, my gosh, okay. It's Susan, I don't even know how to pronounce their name. It's, like, or something like that. But it's, like, yeah. Susan and Anne, right? So I looked up all of the founders of these platforms, the founders of, like, TuneCore and DistroKid and Spotify and Apple Music and Tidal and Facebook and YouTube and every platform that artists use. I wanted to know how it was created, why it was created, and who created it. And so when I was looking up, I saw that actually the CEO of YouTube is a woman, which I was like, okay, for sure, girl power, like, what's good? I'm like, that's a powerful ass woman. Who is she? You know, where did she come from? They, oh, she got siblings. What's up with her siblings? So I just started to investigate the, the family tree, you know? Because I'm like, how do I be a powerful CEO woman in tech, you know? So I seen her sister is the founder and CEO of 23andMe, the genetics testing company. I'm like, those are some powerful ass sisters. I'm like, wondering if they ever collab. You feel me? Like, yo, what's up, sis? You want to track some data and map the music preferences of people to the human genome or some shit? Like, crazy. That was a very highbrow stand-up comedy joke. Oh, <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like you know, they gotta be collabing. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what that what that data is. It's like if you can tell if someone's gonna have a preference for a certain genre of genetically music predisposed on, yeah, to like hip hop and based on your. We need ass. to find this out. They're, oh, they're can you please it write a, a, a yeah, well written letter? Please, I know you've already. I'm sure that's like such a huge privacy violation. I'm not saying that it's not something that happens, yeah, but I don't think it's probably is not supposed to happen. 
But if anybody can find that, it's them. They're willingly giving up your genetic information by doing 23andMe. So I, I know. So maybe they are doing that after all. So I want to see the numbers and see what my if they could determine my, my music preferences. But it was so dope because I'm like, you got these two women that are CEOs in the tech world popping off. Like, where did they come from? Yeah, like, who's you your mama? Out? Hell yeah, I went and I looked up Esther, and I found out that she, <laughs> um, that she like it is a first generation student, college student like me, and she went to UC Berkeley like me, and got a degree in political science like me. Whoa! Is she you? Holy <laughs> shit! Well, I'm saying, and like Jamalon plot twist. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. It's like I think that's a sign that I'm supposed to give birth to the next Susan and Anns of the world. You feel me? The CEOs. You feel me? That shows that that could be within my path. <laughs> Yo, it's another dimension of Kayla. Oh, it's an alternate. It's, yeah, it's the alternate universe, Kayla. But I have a question <laughs> for you about Spotify, the lovely Kayla. Uh, what were you, I, I saved this topic because you know more about it. I actually didn't research much of it because I just want to absorb your knowledge on it on the Spotify purge. Can you give us a little a little teaser on what, like, what you know Spotify about the Spotify purge? Oh, man. So the Spotify purge is something that's been talked about uh, starting pretty much the beginning of this year where a bunch of artists have reported that their music has gone just completely missing and even some of their profiles deleted. And um, of course, people are like, what the hell? Why is this happening? And uh, the reasons that people have put together so far, like um, kind of music bloggers and even some statements have said that it's due to fake streaming. Mm -hmm. And you can understand why Spotify is not trying to pay for fake streams because, like I said, they get their big players, they mess with the other big players. 85% of the royalties that they pay out to artists are part of those three major labels, which means that there's only 15% for all of the independent artists that you know for those royalties. So if an artist is getting fake streams, they're like, hell no. Nah. And you wouldn't want to compete with that either. And if you're in like in that 15% pool, you know what I'm saying? But the other thing, why Spotify is like, because mm, there's a lot of good things about Spotify and then there's things like they're a ghost artist. So they have been accused of creating ghost artists. Y'all heard about this? From you. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Do you know about this Unlearn? Speak on it and, and I'll let you know if I heard about it. So it's basically, they have these big playlists where I'm talking about millions of followers, millions of streams. And there are some artists, um, I don't know any of the names off the top of my head, but I could get them to you. And they have like 50, 60 million streams on certain songs. And they're not anywhere else. Like all of these profiles, and I looked about at eight of them, they have all things in common. There's no picture of an actual person. Like the cover art is like of a oh, river shit. or like a tree or some shit. Very abstract. Oh, and fuck. there's no social media. I try to find social media platforms. I couldn't find anything. And some of these artists are only on Spotify. I check them for them on Tidal. I check for them on Apple Music. And they don't have their music anywhere else but Spotify. Oh. But this isn't like a rebrand because I've also kind of like, I, I follow kind of more underground indie female artist playlists and then I'll find, you know, certain artists that I like and I want to collaborate with and I'll go look them up and find them on Instagram and they'll have like maybe one picture and then their Spotify profile, they only have like one song, but I don't think they're falling into the same category as a ghost artist. I think maybe they're going through a rebrand. Do you think that there's like a distinguishing factor between maybe someone going through a rebrand and these ghost artists or are they the same? Yeah, girl, because I'm talking about these ghost artists 
on these songs, we're not talking about like 100,000, 200,000 streams. We're talking about 50, 60, 70 million streams. Yeah. And they don't even have a video? Like to be they don't even have a video. They don't even have a picture. They don't even have a bio. They don't have a social media. And I'm just one. I'm just saying, if I was doing sixty million streams on a song, best believe, you know what I'm saying. We're gonna link it back to some flow of money. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I'm just like, it doesn't make any business sense that an artist would not capitalize off of that kind of exposure unless they already been broken off. Yeah. Yep, 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 that's a thing. And so, you know, basically it's a way for Spotify to like pay themselves almost internally going through these ghost artists. It makes sense, you know, like people say, like they deny it and everything, but I like actually looked up the profiles and I saw what I saw, you know what I'm saying? Based on the evidence I and you need the logic. You YouTube video on this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm working on that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll be knowing. I'll be knowing. Uh, yeah. Okay, I got one more. I got one more question for you about Spotify. Um, so tell us about you were saying that little baby. Uh, you don't have to hold this for me. I'm sorry. You were saying that little baby and Meek Mill are trying to create their own DSP, and, and we were having this conversation like a couple of days ago. And I think that your insight was really important because it's like, why should we go to this other streaming platform? Why would why would anyone go to a Meek Mill and little baby streaming platform? aside from these pre-existing platforms. Like, what's your take on all of this? Right. So, like, Meek Mill, Lil Durk, Lil Baby, and I think 21 Savage is involved, too. They came out basically saying, yo, we want to create a streaming platform. Like, best best developers in Silicon Valley, like, hit us up. And, like, basically, let's make something happen. And I'm just like, why? Why you gotta say it like that with that tone though? Like because I'm just like I really give me a reason. <laughs> Yo, why you gotta say it like that though? <laughs> Damn, son. No, nah, okay. Like this is the way I feel about well, it. It's right, like nah, we 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 could play devil's advocate. One uh-huh. could say that uh-huh, Twenty One yeah. Savage, Lil Durk, and who was the other one you mentioned? Uh, Meek Mill and Lil Baby are mm-hmm. some are probably some of the biggest stars in hip hop for the last three years. Absolutely, the biggest stars, most influential stars in the industry. There's been a lot of conversations about ownership and making sure that we have the the we own the means of productions if we, if we are so valuable to the culture. Why not have the appeal? You think they're trying to appeal to like people's like heartstrings and their values rather than their interests? Like, what do you think is are you saying that they don't have enough to incentivize people to move from platform, move from like a Spotify to them? Is that what you're saying? Well, one, they made a statement saying that they don't want to make this platform to compete with others like Spotify or Apple. But if you're creating a, a streaming platform, that's inevitably what you're doing. 100%. Like you don't have basically a choice because you're creating the product that's going to have natural competition in the market. Yeah. So I feel like it's kind of naive to even come out with that stance. The second thing is they're like positioning it as a way to like, oh, we're going to support like, um, like black businesses. But then it's like, then you uh. should be looking for black developers and black like um, entrepreneurs in tech yeah Yeah, don't just put out like this wide like we just want the best developer because they're probably going to be white based on looking at the ceos and all the founders and the people that are developing all the technology south asian or yeah south asian yeah like you know what i'm saying 
But yeah. it's like I have not yet to see a black or Latino person that had like created like a YouTube or the yeah. um, I mean, well, like you a did, Google. You did have title, right? You do have title. Yes. And, and that is my next same... point. Yeah. Is that why not partner with title? Because like you said, these are yeah. influential artists and they are influential in hip hop. And I think like one of the criticisms that I've heard from people about title, which is not a problem for me because I love hip hop, is that it is kind of like biased towards hip hop. Like it advertises a lot more. It There's like hip hop exclusives. Yeah. So title is already kind of like that black owned, um, like uh, exclusive hip hop geared platform. So why create something completely different where you're not even coming out saying how this is going to be different other than it's just like we're going to do it ourselves this time uh, versus yeah, yeah. And, and dilute. There's nothing doing yet. There's there's nothing that they have to incentivize any other reason for me to use them. Right, because they could be the biggest artist, but still, if they're on a platform that only has, like, these four artists, like, you have to, like, get access to all of these you artists' catalogs. License, yeah, you have to, pay you have to license, license that entire yeah. library of music. It's, Somebody already is, Jay-Z has already created the infrastructure to do that 100%. and has collaborated with a lot of hip-hop artists, so to me, that would make more sense and show more solidarity. Mm, yeah, no, I, I, I feel it. I that feel makes it. sense. Yeah. People won't give you credit for that because you're a white girl. You know that, right? Often. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. It sucks because I, I always think about that, especially for like a lot of like either white artists who are really dope and really know the culture or like white passing artists that a lot of a lot of the sense that you make will often get dismissed in hyper woke circles pretty much because of like you know whiteness it's just it was just a, a glancing thought do you feel like that happens with you though kayla do you think that people have dismissed you in the past in, in like your like obvious knowledge of hip-hop and i mean like your impact especially on the culture in the bay area do you feel like you get dismissed because you're white passing or white or i mean or ambiguously you ethnic yeah you did your 23 and me you you got your ethnic in there too <laughs> I she mean, owns not, all the rights of her DNA too. I know how <laughs> Kayla get down. Like she, she was like, "All right, if I'm assigned this, you're gonna give me my rights in perpetuity, and you're gonna give me three percent on the back end for any virtual. If I become a Sims character, know that I'm coming for my money, boo." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it was like either 23 and me or Mari, and he wasn't getting back to me. It's like I need to know, yo. <laughs> I need the results. <laughs> Um, but yo, in terms of that question, I mean, I feel like people always, uh, try and I'm, it's interesting because on one hand, some people will just look at me as like I'm white or white passing and then dismiss me. And then on other hands, people will get very like angry if somebody calls me white and be like, <laughs> that's not, but like she, you know, and, and like, so it'll be like really interesting on, I don't know, just the, the perception and whatnot. But at the end of the day, I mean, yeah, somebody can try to dismiss me and say that I don't know, but it's like, I know my shit. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Well, what other questions do we have for you, Kayla? I know that you just did Tourette's, and uh, was that your first time watching the Tourette's virtually, or is it just the first time you performed on the virtual platform? I had, uh, I've dropped in for a few shows, um, but it was my first time like sitting there, the whole experience kind of from start to finish and commenting and being engaged. So that was really dope because, you know, we got a lot of mutual friends in the community that are on Tourette's. Um, and it was my first time performing virtually for them. Um, I've only done a few shows, so it was cool just to have the opportunity and just to like feel part of the community and stuff. But even these virtual shows be wearing me out. 
I know, because it's so easy to be like, do I really want to do this or do I just want to get high and watch a movie or some shit? Exactly. Like, I'm in my fucking house right now. But at least on Tourette's, you could do both. Yeah, that, that one British broad just like showed her nipples. That was fucking amazing. I wanted her to win the rap battle. She's <laughs> definitely the, the Tourette's in Tourette's yeah. Without Regrets. Yeah, no, I, I've definitely done a few shows where like ripped off all my clothes and like during a rap and had blood coming out of my mouth, you know? Oh, it was it was an epic moment. That's that's the place to do it. You the whole day, you were like, I have blood capsules. <laughs> yeah, I had to find blood capsules. But Because people will just look at you and be like, this is art. Yeah, all you need is nudity and blood and like maybe I spit a few bars and they're like, yeah. got it. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you though. Virtual shows has been very taxing. Like, are you feeling like you're ready to d- get out in the fucking world and perform again? Or are you just trying to do a, your little secret side hustle right now and just like pop up on everyone and come out of quarantine a millionaire? Hell yeah, I'm just like doing my little thing back here, not even tripping about it. Um, I mean, I do miss shows. I miss like the aspects of performing and seeing people and interacting with fans face to face, seeing their reactions. Like, at least if my sound fucking sucks, I, I know it for the most part in real life, but it's like, you don't know how people are perceiving you over the internet, the distractions. On the other hand, it's like, damn, I get to just sit back and just like watch these motherfuckers draw uh paintings with their dicks you know what i'm saying and just like smoke and just chill and be like damn you know and in the comfort of my own home <laughs> I, I do enjoy watching a good dick painting from the home you know it's nice it's like you don't have to stand in the tourette's <laughs> you never meet me dick paintings no. but like, in tourette's it's like hard for me to see like i don't i really don't see anything unless i'm backstage but like from the like you said from the comfort of your own home is kind of nice like it's different, and I don't. I, I agree with you. I don't enjoy performing virtually. It's fucking weird. But I mean, how do you feel? Do you like perform? Are you missing live performances? I'm missing live performances. I'm missing being around people. Like, for real. oh, we know you listen. I, yeah, I, know, I miss being around people, just having that vibe. But just like you know, what I'm saying, you in the building and shit is shit is dope. And there's like a there's a good vibe in the room, and you know, you lit. You got some drinks in your system. Shit is pumping. Like. I miss that whole energy. Like, I, I just can't. Me performing online doesn't do the same for me. Like, unless uh, unless you can make it artistic and make it cinematic, right? Like, if you have a really dope camera, dope camera angles, if you have the budget or the time and the bandwidth to put it together in a way that is going to be, like, that's going to make a statement, I don't need the attention that much for me. Like, just for me, personally. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need, like, I, I feel like, my music can speak for itself and, and when I produce something that it's going to be of quality, but the idea of like thinking that I'm going to have that connection and get that gratification from just doing like a pre-recorded performance, yeah, you know what I mean? Or doing it yeah. live and not knowing, like you said, and like what happened to us and what's happened to you, not knowing how it sounds on the other end and putting all that work into it and then it just comes out like yeah. as something that somebody can pan and for completely forget about like it's just like i put too much preparation just to be ignored you know what i mean so it's weird it's just a weird space it's a weird space so i'd rather just have i'd rather control the the means of production and just come out with something cinematic and something artistic and like like oh shit that's what he did you i feel that know? hell yeah <laughs> he wants to make a movie i i want to make a movie so bad i spent the, you know, i spent most of quarantine watching like cinema analysis and like cinematography like breakdowns and documentaries so i'm i'm so fascinated by that world that i, I just want to venture off into it you you got an idea for a film yet 
Um, I have several ideas Tell for films. Your idea was which uh, one? Uh, homeboy Brandon's. Huh? Okay, have you ever seen uh, the white boy Brandon? Then he's like, Oh, shit, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so the first idea is one that we were just talking about. There was a viral video a few years ago of this redheaded white boy who was coming out of um, anesthesia and how he was talking like really extra like black or ethnic and he was coming up with this completely fabricated story about how he was in Dubai with his fine ass wife doing all types of crazy shenanigans. Like it's, it's this white boy that <laughs> was, it it's the funniest like shit. Right it's the funniest shit. It was the shit I laughed at most that entire year. But in any case, her, she was asking me if I wanted to, if I had a movie idea. My movie idea would be to create an action movie based on this kid's dream of himself in Dubai, right? The people he <laughs> killed, his fine ass wife, like all the shit that he was saying. Like I just want to make it an adventure plot. I would totally. That would be a big budget movie. It cost like a hundred million to make. Okay. It'd be well, like that, explosions that was... at the Burj Khalifa. It'd be some really, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I think Jamie Foxx would have to be in it. I was, who was I saying earlier? You're saying Eddie Murphy. I was saying Eddie Murphy and The Rock, but I think Jamie Foxx could be yeah. in it. Yeah. Maybe Will Smith, if I could get him. Depends on what he's doing that year. Let you know? me be in it, yo. Let yeah, me exactly. And then wait, but hold on. You just brushing off the rock? Is that just a maybe or or what? I don't know. He hasn't committed. We sent him the script. You know, it's just script. It's it's always script pending. So we'll see. We sent the offer. That's real. No one hires the rock. <laughs> that shit sounds lit. It's crazy. And then the next, the other one I've had. I I really wanted it to be a stage play, but it's it's two angels follow one person since birth, and they have they have a lifelong debate on whether this person is worthy of heaven or hell. Like they're their debate about him and his life as he grows older or his, this, you know what I'm saying? And their debate as to whether or not he's going to go to heaven or hell. That's, that was another thought. I've, I've had that since I was 13. <laughs> Damn. Honestly, I can't even believe you just said that on the air. <laughs> Someone goes steal well, No, I mean, but know that it came here first. For real. We got, we got receipts now. Exactly. One hundred. <laughs> Hi, Kayla, I know you had a long ass night and I'm really grateful for you coming on and just bestowing us with your plethora of knowledge. Do you want to tell the people what you got coming, what they should be looking for? Give the people uh, information on how they can find you. Um, yeah, so uh, working on a halftime music video, edit and stuff, Lil MC is in that joint. And, you know, um, working just really, a lot of the stuff is behind the scenes right now in terms of just the artist development program, um, compiling all the research that I've done to just empower the independent artists and give all the tools and stuff that I just wish I would have known so much earlier and just how to uh, organize, how to monetize. Um, so kind of all the stuff beyond the music. And yeah, so uh, Kayla Love Music, K-A-I-L-A. L-O-V-E music on all platforms. Uh, Katalove.com is where you could find me. And yeah, I'm just, I'm excited. And you know, what's kind of dope is that y'all look like you in this spaceship that's reflecting like this pink and blue colors. And that's the color scheme. So it looks like y'all are literally reflecting on me. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I see what y'all did there. I, mean, <laughs> I like that. I, I like do that. the science. I know. I was like, yeah, you about that science. <laughs> no, you gotta come here and help us with the funk play, though. I really need you to Kayla love the fuck out of this. I need my wait. The, the the what? Don't Kayla love the shit. The I'm, making, I'm learning fucking little MC shit. Like, like I need you to come here and like we like LED lights and some some cool spaceship shit. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I feel like you could low key be like a, a studio interior designer. You know, like I'm. I i do not know, but like check out these lights. 
Oh. That I got. Yeah, and then I got another one here. It's this three-piece light kit, and it was like a little over $300, but it has like a case. You can buy batteries to do them like outside, um, and they change color, the dimmer and stuff. So that's been like a really big investment so far. You need so to far. create Kayla Love Studios. That's what Hell you need to do. Yeah. They be right here. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it could be your own space, your own production space. The same way that y'all be going to um, Soundwave, you could be the Soundwave, and it could be woman-operated. <laughs> You're welcome. No, You're all welcome. I'm a producer. I'm no, a producer. We, can't, we can't say a man came up with the idea to make it all woman operated. I know. Hey, hey, just just let him think that he came up with it. Okay. <laughs> all you, baby. I, <laughs> all right, Kayla. Thank you so much. You are the fucking greatest. Any any parting words, my friend? Just keep being you. You know what I mean? Hey. <laughs> making those cookies, too. The, when we were doing our homeless feed. Yo, them cookies the was like the new crack on the street, being <laughs> <laughs> That shit, yo. They were scattering out the woodwork. You had them feeds lined up. I felt like I felt like Free Ray Ricky Ross. I was like, God damn. Uh-huh. I was looking at all of my drug lord shit giving these motherfuckers cookies, man. <laughs> No, nah, oh, you got a sandwich? Oh, no, nah, I'm cool. Oh, no, nah, I don't want no pasta. And then I, a Yo, cookie? Yo, I passed bro three All times. Right. He asked me for them cookies. Yeah, yeah, you got that cookie, though? Like, what's up with them cookies? You ain't give me no cookie, man. I need a cookie, man. Oh, my God. Well, I'm glad they felt the love. Because I, like, I, was, I was worried man. after. And then I was like, wow, okay, I guess I got something here. Man, you were serving them fiends, boy. I tell you, shit was lit. Yo, she had the block hot. That could be your next business. You get homeless people off rocks and you get them on cookies. Like methadone. Honestly, I was thinking about it where it's all like oh, if you, shit. it's like Tom's, you buy a pair and then you donate a pair. It's like buy a dozen and I'll give a dozen. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about because they, like, really, I was surprised at how much they liked them and stuff. So I was like, yeah, maybe I should I should be supplying it. Was creeping, <laughs> crawling out the Woolworth. That yeah. shit looked like a thriller video. Like, it was, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was out here. Nah, they, I ate, like, most of his birthday cookies you gave him. I saved him a few. You out of pocket. <laughs> hey, he made the homeless people break into my car. That was my reward, okay? That was, that was all your fault. It was my fault? Yeah. He made them? He did. He was he like, hey, break her good. shit. <laughs> then she wouldn't let me pay for it. Like, even then. Like, I know. No, okay, don't, I don't want that pay for it. So I made your cookies. That was your payment. <laughs> there we go. So actually, okay, and that and now I see that Marlon did get the better end of the deal. Yeah. <laughs> right. I just saved you like two hundred dollars. <laughs> I owe you my life, yo. Yeah. Two hundred bucks. Okay? For real. All right, Kayla. We'll talk to you soon. All right, y'all have a Happy great night. Thanks for having me you. on. All right. Peace. <laughs> Peace. I want cookies now, man. <laughs> Oh, shit, yeah.